This is Yoga Off the Mat, a podcast provided by Mint and Honey. I'm Emily Ray, your host, an eclectic soul, wanderlust spirit, and Vegas yoga educator. I've often asked myself the question, what does it mean to take our yoga practice off the mat and into the real world? We spend so much time and energy focused on our yoga practice, finding the trendiest clothes, the most efficient water bottle, that perfect grippy yoga mat, but we are only on our mats for a short period of time, and then we have to go out and face the world. I am excited to share with you what it means to me to practice yoga off the mat. Today, I want to focus on what it means to balance, balancing out life's crazy. When we think of balancing on our yoga mats, we think of inversions, we think of sucking in our gut and holding our core and just really building strength in our arms or legs or whatever pose it is, there's a a little tiny bit, at least for me, a little tiny bit of kind of that nervous energy, like I'm really excited to balance. Some days I don't feel very balanced, so I get a little nervous that I'm gonna you know, fall out of the pose. I always go to the front of the class because I cannot see without my glasses. And if I go to the front of the class and it's a studio that has a mirror, I can kind of sort of see myself as like this blur and it helps me when I'm trying to balance. It kind of helps focus everything. Um, My favorite pose for balancing on the mat is Bakasana, which is crow pose. So when someone says Bakasana, think Baka, Baka, like a crow. Anywho, um, it's my favorite pose to balance on. You're on your arms. It's a really amazing confidence builder. And so balancing on your mat to so many people it has different meanings, but there's that, for me, there's that nervous energy of like, yes, I can do it. And oh no, what if I fall out of the pose? I was teaching at Om in the orchard. Um, it's every Monday in May. It's a free yoga class. It's up at this beautiful community garden. And I walked into a spider web as I was, you know, trying to kind of demo this pose and everyone was balancing and I had a mini freak out, fell out of the pose, kind of did like this crazy little dance which was perfect because everybody laughed and we kind of softened the mood. The class was getting really serious because it is a very calm, gentle flow. But when we think of balance, we always think of like on our mats, lots of strength, lots of self-confidence, and it really is confident when you nail that pose. But what does that look like off the mat? To me, it means balancing out life's crazy. We detach, refocus, we feel zen. And I feel like, at least for me, a lot of times we feel that we have to work, 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 work. And then once we crash, then okay, we can finally take a break. We now have earned and deserved this break. But I'm a big advocate and I'm trying to practice this more in my daily life of actually balancing out all the work and all the play and just taking some time out to be zen. We only get one chance at life, and I want to make sure that I enjoy every moment of it. But due to society's pressures, due to my own pressure on myself, that little inner voice in my head, I am always just go, 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 work hard, and I don't take time out for self-love and self-care. There was an awesome article um, that uh, was in Fast Company. It was by Ari Hori. She's the founder and CEO of Women's Startup Lab. Um, And apparently, according to this article, she was named as one of CNN's most visionary women. This is what she had to say about balance. She said, 
I really don't like that word balance. It really makes everything sound like it's either right or wrong, black or white. I recommend people to consider work-life design because it gives you a healthier perspective. So often, I see so many women feel guilty about their work-life balance, but they isolate it. They don't want to talk about it. I think it's important to talk about it. So that was Ari Hori, the founder and CEO of Women's Startup Lab. And, you know, I love what she's saying in that we need to have more balance. We need to have more zen. Now, I will disagree with her in that as a yogi, the word balance means so much to me. In fact, that's what I'm calling my beginner yoga retreat in Zion, Balance and Breathe. So, but I understand where she's coming from in that we need to take time so that we don't get to that point where we just crash and burn. So I encourage you, take a few minutes and think about some things that you can do for balance. And now the first thing that probably comes to your mind is your to-do list of everything that you have to do throughout the day. I get up at this time, I have to be at work at this time. If you have kids, you have to drop them off at a certain time. If you go to the gym, you have to be there, catch a class. Like The list just starts in your head because that's how you think, okay, whenever I have a moment to breathe, that's when I'll start to balance and relax and be zen. But honestly, I think that we should start scheduling that time into our schedule. Now, it sounds a little counterintuitive, but just kind of hang with me for a second because what I think we should do is look at our schedule and say, hey, I'm gonna take a break at this time. I'm gonna take a break at that time. So for me, personally, I love a whole spa day. I've been to the Trump Spa, which is beautiful. I've been to Green Valley, which I love, a little bit bigger, and it has like my hot tub, which you know I'm obsessed with the hot tub. And then I've also been out to Lake Las Vegas. Every time I go to that spa, total side note, there's always a hair in the shower. And it's not my hair, because it's there before I get there. But I digress. Point in case is, I love to go to the spa and take all day, just be zen, unplug from my phone, and really just kind of make it a whole marathon. Like I'll go out to dinner after, I'll treat myself, or maybe I'll order in takeout and just be zen. But the whole day is focused around zen. Now, if you're really crazy busy, you probably don't have time to do that every weekend or every other week. So kind of circling back into what does your morning ritual look like? You get up, you get ready. First thing I do is I brush my teeth and I wash my face. Something about those two things makes me feel more alert and awake. But what am I doing to like start my day with ease? Am I taking a few deep breaths? Am I you know, sitting down and meditating? And if you're like me, Mornings are really, really difficult. It's hard to get my butt out the door. Um, I can get out the door, but I don't function, right? <laughs> so really trying to throw in some type of, oh, I'm going to sit down and just breathe and write in my journal and meditate. That's challenging. I put together a whole coffee yoga series for those individuals like me that have a hard time putting their phone down, taking a few minutes to breathe, really balancing out life's crazy before the day begins. Because have you noticed when you start your day super crazy, you kind of just, it kind of keeps going and it keeps being crazy, crazy, crazy. And then by the time five o'clock hits, you're exhausted and you don't know why. I know for me, something that I'm working on is developing a better morning ritual because I just get up and hit the ground running because I really don't give myself much time to relax and start my day. 
evening rituals. Now that is something that I feel I kind of have down and I'm really enjoying. I went to, there's this amazing bookstore. It's called the, um, I think it's the Great Wall of China bookstore or the Wall of China. Um, It's over off Spring Mountain. It's in Chinatown. And they have these amazing journals and sketch pads and pencils and pens. Um, And they're anywhere from $2 to $20. And it's way cheaper than Amazon. And you guys know I love my Amazon. And it's cheaper than Barnes & Noble. So I go to this bookstore to find the perfect journal. And at night, I have a gratitude journal and I have a manifestation journal, both of which I got at this bookstore. And if you want to hit me up for the address, I can send it to you. But I just discovered it on a whim, and now it's my go-to. But my gratitude journal, it's this teeny tiny, it's probably like three inches by five inches, and I write down everything I'm grateful for. Because I'm a huge advocate that the more you think life, the more life gives you to be thankful. And sometimes I don't have a lot, or sometimes I'm repeating the same things, or whatever's kind of in my immediate line of sight, I'm grateful for. Like, I'm grateful my house is clean, I'm grateful my dishes are done, I'm grateful I have incense, which is fine. Just keep writing in it every day. And my other journal is the manifestation journal. And that's something that I'm working on as far as changing my mindset on what my life, what I want it to look like without using the word like I want or I need. I write about it as if it already exists. And believe me, it has been fantastic. So at the end of my night, I'll pour myself a glass of wine. I'll sit my butt down. Um, I do sit on my yoga mat just because I have my little meditation corner and it's really comfortable. But You could totally sit on your couch or you could sit on your bed if you don't fall asleep, sit outside. Um, And I just, I start with my gratitude and I write that down. Then I transition over into my manifestation journal. And then I actually kind of close out with some yin poses. Um, Yin is that practice where you just do some really calm poses, you hold them for a long period of time, and then you chill. And if you go to my Insta, um, you'll see kind of some tutorials on that. Feel free to message me if you're interested as well. But that's kind of my, my night ritual. And I absolutely love it. I sleep better. I end my day better. And even if I'm really grumpy, there was one night I was like half asleep, didn't have any wine, which was a huge mistake probably. But I sat down on my yoga mat and I could barely keep my eyes open. Opened up my gratitude journal, wrote one thing down opened up my manifestation journal, wrote one thing down, and then I went to bed. But you know what? Here's the thing. I stayed in the habit and I pushed myself to keep following through with my ritual because I believe in it. I know how important it is. Now, you feel free to take my ritual, feel free to do your own ritual, but try to develop things that become a daily habit that just take a moment to recenter, take a moment to balance, take a moment to breathe. So, you know, I'm a big advocate of developing things that kind of are your go-to. Just like for me, that glass of wine or that spa day once a month that I do, those are my go-tos for me to relax and be zen. Um, If you are in the office all day, what things could you do that, you know, you can kind of balance? Do you step away from your desk? Do you go talk to somebody in your office? Do you go for a walk? If you are, you know, kind of outside of the office, spend time with someone you care about. I don't know how you feel, but after I hang out with my people, 
oh, I just feel like I have this great big hug and I feel rejuvenated and I feel like somebody gets me and I'm super weird. So to have somebody understand that and respect that and love that is the best feeling and it makes me feel balanced. So find that person. And if you don't have that person, well, feel free to connect with me. I love people. I love giving hugs and I love just sharing that positive energy. So If you don't have a friend that you feel like you can go hang out with and grab some wine, hit me up. I will be your friend. A couple other things that you can do for your uh, ritual. doesn't have to be morning or night. can just be kind of throughout the day. Step outside. Read a book or a magazine. If I'm reading outside, especially when it's like super hot in the summer, I don't really want to check my phone. I can't really see my screen. And it kind of helps me to kind of detox and connect with nature. I love sitting by the pool. I'm kind of like a little, a little. I wouldn't say a little old person because I don't know if that's what they do. But I joke I'm a little old person sitting by the pool. I have my iced tea and I have my book and I'm just relaxing. Um, something that you could do without having to get any type of prop, right? Any wine, any book, any journal. You could literally just close your eyes and take five deep breaths. And you know what? Let's take a moment in the middle of this podcast and let's just close our eyes and we'll just take two deep breaths. So close your eyes with me. Take a big inhale in through your nose. Exhale, side out. Let it go. One more time. Big inhale in through your nose. Exhale, side out. Let it go. Gently blink your eyes open. Let a slight smile come to your face. You have just done yoga. And you know what? You took time out off your mat to just balance out life's crazy. Take a deep breath. I know for me, when I'm stressed or I'm running around, I forget to breathe sometimes. And we'll get into all of the manifestation and the breathing and other podcasts, but just take a moment and just like clear your headspace. And the best way to do that, you could do it in the grocery store, You could do it when you have a crazy psycho boss that's yelling at you. You could totally do it just driving. Just breathe and relax. There's this book that I read as a kid. It was called Five Minutes Peace. Anybody else remember that really funny book? It was an elephant, I think, like an elephant mom. And, you know, totally, you know, totally made up. And she had all these kids and they always wanted her attention. And she went into the bathroom to take her bath and she wanted five minutes of peace. So she tried to take her tea and tried to take her food. And I always think of that book when I think of like balance, right? Because she was trying to get away from life's crazy and just have five minutes of peace. I encourage you to copy that same model and just take a few minutes. If you can't even spare five, take a few minutes, take a few breaths and just balance. So there is this, um, another article, it was written by Molly Haidt, and she's actually pretty legit. I've never met her personally, again, this is like all based off research. I found her through Do You Yoga, which is a really cool website. If you haven't checked it out, you totally should check it out. But Molly, she's a yoga instructor, and she's also a doula, and she was talking about how everything with yoga is like yin and yang, balanced body, balanced soul. And she focused on like how prana is our life force and that's like our inhale and then apana is like our exhale and how both are needed to balance. She also focused on the prakriti. 
excuse me, prakriti, which is the physical, and the purusa, which is like, you know, the consciousness, and how, again, both elements are needed both on and off the mat. And I do have this podcast um, in a blog form, so you can click on the links and discover, you know, who Molly Height is. You can discover Ari Hori, who I was sharing earlier. So you can check out all these amazing people and check out the amazing website, Do You Yoga. But I thought it was really cool how she was thinking that we have to have that balance between life. We can't just relax all the time and take naps all the time and lay by the beach all the time, right? And we can't just go, 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 and we don't take time out to mentally, like, you know, recharge and refocus. And so, to me, balancing off the mat is balancing out life's crazy. If you are needing a weekend getaway, and I'm totally self-plugging myself here, but I'm hosting a beginner yoga retreat up in Zion's backyard. I have a luxury vacation home. We have a hot tub, because I love hot tubs. We have a wraparound porch. We have this beautiful home with like a game room and a downstairs, like a movie theater. It's insane. The house is ginormous and it's in Zion's backyard. But this retreat, it's called Balance and Breathe. We're balancing out life's crazy and we're breathing through yoga. And it's a weekend getaway. Starts Thursday night, ends Sunday in the middle of the day. We're going horseback riding. We have campfires. We're going on a Dutch oven dinner beginner yoga classes, meditating, creative workshops. The team that's coming with me is just fantastic. Beautiful people inside and out. And it's really meant to just get the heck out of Vegas and recharge and relax. So if you're an advanced yogi person, this retreat is great because you can get away and kind of balance out doing like some outdoorsy things, doing some yoga. If you've never done yoga, this is great because all the research that I've done, I found these retreats where it's really advanced, like 12 hours of yoga and vegan and 6 a.m. mornings. And to me, that is not a luxurious, relaxing kind of time. Like if I'm going to do that, I got to mentally gear up and start practicing for one of those retreats. And so I wanted to create something where people could come together and just relax, enjoy yoga, discover yoga, Go outdoors, recenter with the earth, meet other amazing people, and just get out of town and relax. So, if you're interested, we have the early bird special from now till May 15th, so definitely take advantage of that now. Um, the retreat is in October. Like I said, it starts on a Thursday night and will end on a Sunday midday up in Zion. It's called Balance and Breathe, and I totally recommend it for you to just get away recharge and relax. In the meantime, take some time out to just breathe, just relax. Take time out and just focus on things that make you happy and things that are going to calm your mind and kind of detach from that crazy that's at hand. So after your next yoga practice, continue to balance your true self off the mat. Have a beautiful day. Namaste.